Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Charlie. You gotta be good, Charlie. Uh, Are you good, Bowie? Aw, Cecil, what are your thoughts on Charlie? I think he's alright. I think he needs a job. (laughs) Quite frankly, he's starting to smell like corn chips. He is. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. I used to smell, I was a little boy. We didn't bathe, but about once a week, and uh, after a few days, I started smelling like macaroni and cheese. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, friends called me Kraft. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the old Kraft's here. Oh, did that hurt your feelings? It uh, seems a little mean-spirited. I mean, they weren't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, Cecil. How about you, boo? Ah, boo. Let me tell you, I am just having the greatest day. Yeah? Oh, it's the sun shining. It's beautiful the today. The spring has sprung. Uh-huh. We're all in it. We're in it. <laughs> I'm in it to win it. <laughs> How are you, boo? If I was any better, you wouldn't be able to stand me. Oh, that's a great answer. Uh-huh. Having a great day. Other than I got a slight case of the achy balls. Mm. I don't what? really know what that is. <laughs> What's achy balls? Is that like a thing guys get? It's a thing I get. Your oh. balls ache sometimes. I don't know. Is that like blue balls? No. I don't have that problem. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. It's got the achy balls. It's it's just something I've had for... I should probably go to the doctor. I don't know. You uh, have to go to the doctor. Yeah. When's the last time you went to the doctor, boo? Be honest. I got a full physical checkup when I started shooting that documentary in the spring of 14. So it's only been like seven years. No big deal. Seven? When's the last time you've been to the doctor? I've been trying to get you to go get all I your go... lady stuff checked out, and you're like, it's fine. <laughs> Boo. When's it's... the last time you've been to the gynecologist? Or, or or a mammogram, whoever does those. Who does the mammogram? What do you call That's that person? That's a great question. When did we, when did I live in that Thai town apartment? Oh, my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> you moved out of there like 2013. So you're worse than I am. Eight years. Eight years. So. You literally haven't been to the doctor in eight years? I mean, lady doctor, no. And then general, oh, no, I've been to urgent care many a time. Uh-huh. Oh, untrue. Untrue. When <laughs> Nothing uh, is wrong with me. I actually look back at the doctors. Uh-huh. Hello, when I was hospitalized in oh, New Orleans. Right. So that was more. That was about five years, like, four I'm years good. ago. They checked me out the last time I almost died. So I'm fine. <laughs> I think they should just do, when you're in the hospital like that, mm-hmm. do it all. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to be here for 17 days. Yeah. 
get my bunions off. Yeah. Let's go ahead and just root around downstairs, uh-huh. see if I'm okay. Uh-huh. Let's go ahead and smash my boob. I want uh-huh. it all. Yeah. I want the works, everybody. Yeah. Hey, nails, hospital Nails staff. done, do your hair, yeah. everything. Get in here. That's a great point. Like, if you're in, especially for what they charge. Yeah. You spend 17 days in the hospital, and you come out, you should have everything checked off. Well, I did that a lot, though. Mm-hmm. They, they were on to me, because I was like, wow, you know what's really weird? Like, when I have my... <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I got very descriptive with mm. lady parts, yeah. and they just were like, oh, you might want to go see yeah. somebody. And I'm like, there is someone here in this very building that can come up here and see me. That's funny. Like, trying to get doctors who don't <laughs> do that thing, you know, that particular yeah. field. <laughs> Shane Moss used to have a joke about how he had, uh, his friend was, his friend became a doctor, and he was always trying to get him to give him a proctology exam. Oh. And his friend's like, dude, cut it out. Uh, I'm an eye doctor. And he goes, perfect. <laughs> then look in my butt. <laughs> so boys get proctal. Is that just when you go into your butthole? I'm I, sorry. I, is I, that, I don't know what that a, is. A, a, what? A proctology exam? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure it's something to do with that. I... I don't. I, I may. Be, I don't know if there is a proctology exam. I, are you talking about a uh, prostate exam? Yes, that's yeah. what. I, oh, that's when they stick a thing in your penis, right? No, I, I think not. Don't they take a cotton or a Q-tip? You're and thinking like, of like an STD <laughs> test no, or something? I'm no, just, proctology. Or I guess a, all a, my friends are whores. <laughs> prostate exam. <laughs> I just thought this was a checkup. <laughs> You go get tested for STDs all the time, but you don't really realize why. No, prostate exam, they they, they penetrate you somehow, I think, to, oh. to check your... Because the prostate is down there somewhere between... Man, it's a fascinating place. Between all that nonsense. It's interesting. So, yeah. Okay. We, yeah, I think yeah. you're supposed to have that. Guys are supposed to start getting that in their 40s. So. Yeah, because y'all get cancer in your balls, don't you? Yeah, prostate cancer. Yeah, I, I heard. Somewhere, I'm not. I'm not making fun of that. It's yeah. a. It's a fact. Yeah, I heard somewhere that every male, if every male, if they live long enough, will get prostate cancer. Hmm. Like if you live to be eighty, ninety, whatever, like eventually you will get prostate cancer. That's encouraging. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but I heard somewhere that if if you live long enough, every dude will eventually get prostate cancer. Oh my so god! That's fun. Fun. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. But then, yeah, then there's other stuff. Uh, colonoscopy? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's the... That's the colon cancer test yeah. thing. And that's, I think, similar technique. They root around down there. Poke around, see what's going on. Well, I got to go to somebody because wow. I'm positive I either had a stroke and or small heart attack what? and or I'm dying of a mysterious disease because I'm always tired. Hmm. So here's why I think I have the stroke or heart attack because my left arm has been constantly buzzing. Like it it feels like it's asleep. I think I pulled a tendon or something, Uh but it's very weird. It'll just start like, it just feels like an electric shock down my arm. Yeah. So what if I'm having like many strokes? Surely not. Anyway. So that's a, that's number one. Then number two, the incredible fatigue I have. Mm -hmm. Look, I know I work out a lot, but like this is abnormal. And it's not depression. I'm up mm-hmm. on all my meds. I feel good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Well, we should probably both go to the doctor just to. 
Okay, you go to my lady doctor, and I'll go to your physical. I'll get a mammogram. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, like, the shock down your arm, I've had this my whole life. About once a month, I'll just be sitting or standing or whatever I'm currently doing in that moment, and for, like, a quarter of a second, my whole body will get electrocuted. Oh. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Like, like the whole body, like, like, yeah, yeah. just like a real fraction of a second, just... What is that, you think? I don't know, but you're, my mind is blown right now because, mm-hmm. yes, that's happened to me, and then I'm like, oh, well, I don't yeah. know. What if it's aliens, like, like taking stock of you? Huh. Like, I didn't think of it that hey, way. Hey, what's that little 12-year-old doing? Just using me like a voodoo doll? Yeah. Just poking <laughs> pins in a little Dave doll somewhere? Oh, crap. Take his chip out. I don't know, boo. That and the pee chills. You ever get the pee chills? The pee shivers. Mm-mm. About every about every tenth pee, <laughs> I'll be I'll be taking a nice pee and just bleh, just like a full body shiver for like a split second. Really? Yeah. The pee, pee chills. Pee chills. I don't know. Pee shivers. Yeah. I've never heard of that, but I got a bunch of weird ailments. Yeah, I think we're on the way down, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting old. Oh, uh, you are. Mm. You are. Yeah, I am. You. <laughs> Just me. You. Yeah. <laughs> How you been there, boo-boo? Well, I gotta I gotta confess uh-huh. and apologize. Okay. Do you owe me thirty dollars? Remember last week you said I, you don't owe me any money for bad movies, do you? No, no. Okay. Um uh, the other night, Charlie Oh boy. Was we'll talk about that. Yeah, I mean, how do we even explain? Do you want to break it down? I'm a little hesitant. I feel like DFAX is going to come take him away. <laughs> okay, first of all, we're neglectful. To parents. all listeners, this is not Dave Stone's fault. Yeah, wasn't my fault. Not at all. Because I is... keep things orderly and neat. Dave is actually one of the most organized, clean individuals. Now, I know this is going to come to a shock to everyone listening, but I. You know, I am a little messy at times. Uh-huh. I'd like to say it's a <laughs> glorious chaos, if you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the kind of messy where three times a week I'll find used pudding cups underneath the couch. Sugar-free, guys. On the I'm floor. not crazy. <laughs> yeah. What, how does that... Do you just eat your snacks and just throw it on the floor? Okay, here's what happen? happens. Well, the, pu- the disposing of the pudding cups uh-huh. has been an issue for quite a while now yeah. in my brain. Now, here's the thing. You finish a nice pudding... Now, what I like to do is when I peel the pudding Mm -hmm. top, I just let the little piece, like I let it kind of flap around. Like I don't peel the whole thing off. Pudding skin singles. Good job, George. Costanza. (laughs) Um, But when I peel it off, I kind of let it, I let it lie. Mm -hmm. And then eat the pudding. Mm -hmm. I try to get every single Parcel, yeah, get up in there. <laughs> Pudding, the nooks and crannies. Then you got the metal spoon. Mm. So this is where it comes into play. The whole messiness of it all. The spoon. Is I'm too watching. Heavy. Usually, I'm watching Sopranos. That's our bonding time. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful tradition, yeah. and I love it. And so I don't want to get up, and I don't, and I'm lazy. So. I put the pudding cup down. Inevitably, it falls mm-hmm. onto the table horizontally. Now, how it gets on the ground, I don't know. That mm. is a mystery. Man. I do not throw it on the ground. You're like, hey, once it falls <laughs> off the table, it's out of my hands. <laughs> what do you want from me? Harvey's gotten up on a lot of furniture lately, mm-hmm. and he, you know, knocks it down. Yeah. Um, we got to get you little bitty baby spoons for pudding. Yes. That way they won't be so heavy. 
Yes. That's a trick uh, Rory Scovel taught me. He he loves ice cream. And uh, he's, he's, you know, even though he's in fine shape, he's always very uh, concerned with his weight and stuff. Uh, but he, he got these little bitty, like literally baby spoons. Oh, I love that. And that's that. what he uses to eat ice cream because it's this, like, like I think somewhere in the culinary world I learned that uh, th- your average meal should be about 15 bites. Oh. So whatever a dessert should be, let's say a dessert's 10 bites, 10 bites of ice cream off that little bitty spoon. You still feel like you've had 10 bites. You still feel like you've had a good dessert as opposed to a normal size spoon. Obviously, you're going to be eating a lot more ice cream. But same amount of bites, but just smaller portion per bite. And you don't really feel like you're losing anything. That's very smart. Yeah. So we got to get you some baby spoons. And baby forks. Mm-hmm. Wait. It's forks. Probably forks are different. How so? Just because it, it'd be smaller, so it'd be harder to grip. It depends on what you're eating. That's true. Mm-hmm. This could be our thing. Yeah. Like, what if we came out with a really cool, like, baby baby uh, forks and spoons mm-hmm. and knives, a whole collection. Yeah. A, a specific small fork for a steak. Mm-hmm. I mean, come, guys. That is another thing connected to that is uh, when I was on that big diet and doing the documentary that we were just talking about, uh, I, I met with, like, a nutritionist, and they gave me all these little tips, and a similar tip is to use small plates, to Ooh. eat your dinner on a small plate because it looks like, it's you know, there's fuller. more. The, the plate is fuller as opposed to a small portion on a big plate. Wow. Yeah, it's all psychological. It is. We just have to trick ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's all just go to a voodoo lab, yeah. a lab of voodoo. Oh, so we got sidetracked. So okay. what happened to Charlie? Well, I'll let you explain. Okay. The other night, Charlie was having a great evening. I was going to sleep because I needed to get up quite early. To help people change their lives, everyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> before you judge me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess, Charlie, I thought he was just having a meltdown because he was... Oh, he had a meltdown. <laughs> he was sort of pacing, and then he was looking a little red-eyed, and then also... And he couldn't stand. And, <laughs> um, like well, he had I didn't no balance. know that. He had no I, equilibrium. See, I'm not aware of that. I was asleep, mm-hmm. um, but he kept... Doing this very weird pattern where he would run from the couch to the, to the bedroom, mm-hmm. onto the bed, do a little circle there, and then come back out here. Run up on the couch here, jump off, run into the closet. Come. He had like a, <laughs> he was doing like circuit training, <laughs> and this went on for like three hours. <laughs> and then when he would finally stop and slow down, then he had no balance. Like he would, he was trying to just sit still, but he was wobbling. I'm going to get. So much hate, and I feel awful. So the next day, he's fine. He's a little bit better. He's lethargic, mm-hmm. but he's we, we he kind of shook out yeah. his I thought, demons, if you will. I thought it was a full moon. It was a full moon. I thought the full moon is what was causing that because sometimes dogs act differently under a full moon. Oh, totally. And it was a full moon that night, and I was just like, I guess this is a full moon. <laughs> I know, you were so cute. I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. It was scary. Um, But then it did, when I went to sleep, I thought, okay, this won't last Mm -hmm. long. But then you stayed up with him Mm -hmm. for four hours? It lasted about three and a half hours. And then he fell asleep? Finally, uh, when I went to bed, he he came with me and finally settled down. So the next day, uh, we're lucky Charlie's okay. I am sitting, again, watching Sopranos. <laughs> We're fine. Everything's good. Uh-huh. And underneath the couch, I notice a little uh, um, 
a, a tin of gummies. A tin of the, the, marijuana come, gummies. They come in little uh, little metal tin, much like a dip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like a fun breath mint. Mm-hmm. A nice candy breath mint. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, well, this is fun. Let's go ahead and see what, why is it down here? Mm-hmm. And then I open, mm-hmm. I actually turn it around. There's no top to it, and it's empty. There were at least four to five little candies left. Mm-hmm. Five milligrams apiece. <laughs> and he I had 20 milligrams of weed. And for people. I'm not saying he ate them all because look, I could have easily. I don't know. Um, they could have just disappeared. They could have, I don't, I, I, you know, he ate, I think he ate one or two. And for people who aren't fans of uh, gummies or weed or anything like that, uh, 20 milligrams is a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's- I, I think I've kind of figured out this equation. Uh, a lot of these gummies and, and weed candies and edibles come in five milligram portions. Yes. So I think five, think of that as like one drink, one beer. Okay. That's, That's about a great the way same effect. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously it's a different type of effect, but in terms of like potency, Mm-hmm. Uh, five milligrams equal to about one drink, a beer, a shot, whatever. And uh, so 20 milligrams, I'm not going to say it's a lot, but it's not nothing for me. Like, like if I'm really wanting to get silly, maybe 25, maybe 30, but 20 is plenty for me. And I'm a big boy. Okay. He had but 20 milligrams. you don't milligrams. really have a good tolerance, to be fair. 20 for me, not, not That's much. That's true. You do have an incredible so tolerance. So maybe... He inherited that from me. My point is, he's 15 pounds. He had 20 milligrams. 17 quarantine guys. That would be... don't judge. That'd be like me. Let's say I weigh, for simple math, I don't quite weigh 20 times his size, but for simple math, 20 times his size. That's like me having 400 milligrams of gummies. If If I ate 400 milligrams, I'd be on the news. I'd be hanging off a crane... I'd be fighting a cop. <laughs> no, not that, like, you know, I, it doesn't have that effect. But if I ate 400 milligrams of weed, though, I would be, I mean, I'd probably be in the hospital. I understand. That's way too much. It is a lot. Now, I don't have an excuse. Um, my messiness has really impacted our family this week, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, guys, I, I know what I did was wrong. I am putting things away now. I'm yeah. making sure things are put on tightly. Well, that's all I ask. I'm not a Nazi <laughs> when it comes to housekeeping and, and cleanliness, even though I try to keep it pretty clean. All I'm, I think a good compromise is let's just keep all the bullshit off the floor. Pudding cups, marijuana gummies. Purses. Ginger ale cans, uh, well, ice cream containers. Well, you're just talking about trash right now. Yeah, trash. Let's just keep all okay. the trash <laughs> off the actual ground. <laughs> I think that's a good starting point. That's not much to ask. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not proud Mm -hmm. of my messiness. I don't know how this happened. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, I've always been messy. It's okay. I'm going to go ahead and own it. Yeah. I don't know why. You know what? I'm going to blame it on my laziness, but also my ADHD. Mm -hmm. Because I'll go to do something. I do the first part. I walk it to the (laughs) trash can. And before I can open the lid, I get distracted and I drop it on the ground. It's very true, but not that way. But yes, I'll start a load of laundry. Like how many times have I washed the load of laundry that's in there now? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't follow through. That's hard for me. So it's a challenge, guys. It's a challenge to slow down. 
Like, in my head, I have to say, okay, Katie, put your keys into the key bowl. Okay, Katie, take off your mask and put it on the mask hook. Okay, Katie, nope, take that extra 10 seconds. That's my Katie voice mm-hmm. to myself. Because you're supposed to be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anyway, I apologize. Uh, never again. I'm so grateful he's okay. I mean, seriously, like we're joking about it, but I wonder how much it would take to I really mean, mess him up. I don't know. Because I'm, thank God, thank God we guzzle those gummies. <laughs> thank God it wasn't a full 10. A full 10, uh, there's 20 of those pieces. That's 100 milligrams. If he'd eaten 100 yeah, milligrams. Yeah, there's no way. Oh, my God. Well, and apparently there's fines if you go to an animal hospital or whatever. And really? Like, yeah, you get like a $1,000 fine. Oh, shit. We probably shouldn't be talking about this. Oh, I, yeah, it's all a lie. Yeah. April Fool's, everyone. We're comedians. It's a, it's a bit. But, yeah, we got to. It's cute. You're saying we because you love me so much and you know I'm very embarrassed. Guys, I'm not embarrassed for myself. I'm embarrassed for my my motherness to my dog. I'm I understand. This was a wake up call. This was my rock bottom. And I'm gonna turn this ship around. Hey, everybody, get excited. And I think when I am gonna turn this ship around, Boo, here's my idea. Mm-hmm. What do you think of a Charlie carrier? Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. Like a baby Bjorn? Okay. Is that what you call those? Yes, that's what you call them. But I call it a Charlie bag because here's the thing. He wants to be touching me all the time. I have two hands. It's hard for me to multitask. We know this. Mm -hmm. So if I have Charlie here, baby Bjorn style, look at me. I have two hands. Guys, I'm moving my hands right now. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's neat. I've never had a Bjorn. I don't, I'm not against it. Hmm. It might be a cool new purse. I mean, I'm not, I'm just saying, what are your thoughts? And A baby Bjorn for our dog. Yes, but here's the thing. Only in our house. Uh-huh. Oh, not out in public? Oh, but only in public when we're on hikes. Oh, okay. Because he'll get tired and, and his feet will get hot. Well, I don't said know. Said the girl that let her dog eat. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, for starters, that's probably the whitest thing I've ever heard of. Okay. I you know? accept that. Yeah. I not, accept not that. that's a bad thing no, to be ultra okay. white. It's okay. <laughs> that just Not that that's a bad thing. Oh, boy. Being oh, white God. in this day and age is, is something to be proud of. No, um, okay. No, but th- that does just sound like the most white, yuppie <laughs> thing I've ever heard of. A little baby Bjorn for your dog. I don't like to, I don't take him in public. Yeah. He he rides with me, but I've never taken him into a store or a restaurant or anything. I just, I know a lot of people do that. And it just reeks of entitlement of like, this is my dog. I, he comes from I know. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, we'd all like to have our pets with us everywhere we go. Well, when but, he was little, it was so fun because he was the size of my hand mm-hmm. and I fit him in that big purse. Yeah. Now you need a hefty bag. <laughs> I know. What if I... I'm morbidly obese. I wouldn't do that in a store. I wish I had a purse that could fit Charlie Mm because I would happily hide him. Yeah. That was the thing. I hid him. Mm -hmm. And then I would get... I was just so anxious. So all my store trips, it was probably better for my wallet, to be honest, Mm -hmm. because it was very fast. I would get us only razor blades and cotton balls, but very fast. I don't know why razor blades. Razors. Razors. (laughs) Razor blades. 
That reminds me, uh, there's a comic. Oh, I'll go ahead and say. Uh-oh. Here he goes. <laughs> Liza Schlesinger has a reputation for taking her dog everywhere. And I was doing a show with her one time. Oh, she yeah. takes her to shows that she's on. And uh, Oh, I actually think that's kind of cute. Is that... Uh, well, does the dog bark? I, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And she also has a reputation for making the other comics on the show hold her dog while she's on stage. No. And she asked me to hold him one time, and I just said, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> just, No. Like, no, I'm not holding your dog. I love dogs. I'm not holding your dog out of principle while you... No one asked you to bring your dog to a show. But she she does. She's notorious for that. But yeah, she, we're at the what Ho- did she Hollywood say? Improv. She just like, like are, you, are you serious? I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Was that just after you went? Or? No, I, I wasn't up yet. That's it. That was, my, it was oh, kind of my that's point. Like, awful. I'm, I'm in my head. I'm trying to get ready. I'm not going to babysit your fucking dog. Yeah. While five minutes before I go on stage. Was she headlining? It was one of the, it was like a showcase spot at, at the Hollywood Improv. Oh like my god, 10 that's comics awful! Doing no, 10 that's minutes. really yeah. that's really egregious. Yeah, like, I don't no. like that. And she looked at me like she had never been told no before. Like, are you? Are you she asked if I was serious. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm not holding your fucking. We're not friends. I don't. That's know hot you. girl syndrome. Yeah. That's like yeah. What happened with my sister? Mm-hmm. Like what? Mm-hmm. No. Someone saying no to me? Yeah. Yes, they are. Wow. Deal with it. And I love dogs. Anybody else, I probably would have, but it was just the principle of, and she didn't even ask. Like, I think she kind of asked, but it was just kind of expected of like, here, will you hold my dog? Like, real quick. Like, handing was it to me. Was she up? Like, were she they was, calling She was her about name? to go up. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. No. I think she was, you know, she was yeah. a few minutes away from being called up, but like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And it just, ugh, just something. To, and I love Charlie, but I'm not going to take him into the fucking grocery store. Charlie's you know? a barker, too. It's not like he's this, he's so sweet, but he's loud. He's like his mom, very mm-hmm. polarizing, and that's fine. But, yeah, I, I've i always wanted a little purse dog. Here, what, are, what about purse dogs? What about a very tiny dog inside a purse? You don't know it's yeah, there. Yeah, if you don't know it's there, that's fine. But it's just the taking your dog on a leash, walking yeah. him through the aisles. Like, Ew. what are you doing? If I have to go in the store real quick and I don't want him to be... Here's the thing. I brought him into stores because I didn't want to be judged for leaving him in the car. Mm -hmm. So then I get judged, you know, but I couldn't leave him alone. He was a little puppy and mom had just died and it was just a hot mess and I was going everywhere. So I gave myself grace. But yes, I remember bringing Charlie to my mom's funeral home and it was extremely awkward and he pissed in the well, middle of the room. No, like that has, that serves a function. That's, you know, those people might oh. be glad to see him. I get that. But yeah. just the the entitlement of just, he goes where I go. Well, mm-hmm. whoopty shit. Aren't you a queen? Yeah. Like, I don't know why that annoys the shit out of me. They are therapeutic. It's the same I thing as say... people talking on the phone in public. Like having a loud phone call inside of a store, Get the fuck out of here! I, you taught me not to do that. It's I used to so love rude. it. Well, I would just be in my own world, and I'm beep bopping, shopping around. I didn't think I was bothering anyone. I mean, if you could do indoor voice, yeah, that, you got your earbuds mm-hmm. on, you're talking, whatever. But like, just the holding the phone, talking loud, like you're the only one around. Oh, that just man. that kind of shit just annoys the hell out of me. Well, that's because you're a very socially aware human. Hmm. Street justice, yeah. Dave, if you will. Fresh, yes. That was a lot of ashes. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. I apologize to America, to the world, <laughs> to everybody listening. Speaking Ooh. of pets, uh, I got meowed at a couple of days ago. Okay, please explain. 
Apologies to anybody who's already heard this on the Boogie Monster, so I'll just make a, uh, I'll, I'll do a quick version. But yeah, went to the, walked to the beach the other day and uh, sat out there and read a book in my, uh, my hefty duty camping chair. Aww. And uh, yeah, it was great. Just That's out wonderful. there, just, just enjoying the beach. You know what's interesting about you? I can always tell because you, you're not, you're like that perfect skin tone that just goes bronze. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you just get bronze all over, mm. not, red tomato peel my skin off. But anyway. Yeah, I tan pretty well. You do. You're a good tanner. Anyway, you're out there tanning I'm, away. I'm, I'm done and I'm walking back up these giant stairs that um, that run from the beach up to the main road. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, about four flights of stairs, the equivalent. Anyway, so I'm trudging up there and I get to the top and uh, as you know, it's like a little dead end. Like a little thirty-yard street, those little side streets that run off of Ocean Boulevard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put you right there on the beach. So I get to the top of the stairs. I'm at this little dead end cul-de-sac thing, and there's two apartment buildings, one on each side, and no one else is around. And I see a dude just standing, propped up against one of the to my left, to uh, propped up against one of the apartment buildings, looking like he's on his phone. And he was such an odd-looking dude. What do you look like? Cartoonishly bald, like. Bald, bald, but then like way too much hair on the sides and the back. Like George Costanza? Yeah, yeah. Like if Costanza didn't get a haircut for a month. Okay. Just but that male pattern baldness, but, oh, that's uh, hard. but too much hair on the side and back. Okay. And uh but it and it was so like jet black, like it looked it looked fake. It looked like he was completely bald and then put on a male pattern baldness wig. You know? Okay. Like the like the yeah. hair he did have was too black. And it just looked weird. And he had on these big, thick, like, black frame glasses. And uh, so I see him before he sees me. I just, you know, just make a mental note. I'm always, you know, my head's always on a swivel. I'm always looking around, seeing who's around. So I see him. No big deal. And we're the only two people around. And I walk past him. And uh, as soon as I pass him, I hear, meow. (laughs) This fucking dude meowed at me. What? Yeah. Like, and I didn't mistake it for anything. He went, Okay. And I wasn't pissed. You know, I'm not... Were you you drunk? No, no, not drunk, not high, not nothing. Just chilling on the beach, middle of the day, walking home. Meow. So I stop, (laughs) and I turn, and I'm gonna... And I wasn't like, you know, I'm not 19 anymore. I'm not just a fucking hothead. But I was gonna say something. I was... I turned, and I was gonna be like, what does that mean? Like, are you meowing at me? What's up, man? What what do you need? Why are you meowing? And, uh, but... Before I could even say anything, I turned around, we locked eyes, and right as I was about to speak, he went, like he spoke a sentence in Meowanese. (laughs) And I just froze. And also, he kind of. Meowanese? I just made that up. I love that. But like, it was as if he spoke a sentence, but instead of English, it was all meows. Seriously, Hmm. it was like, and I. And also, when we locked eyes, I was, like, hypnotized for a second. I don't know if I was hypnotized by him or I was just so caught off guard by the way he spoke. Yeah. But, and then, oh, while he's speaking that meow sentence, he lifts his left arm in a real weird way and waved at me. Like, like he had like read. Like Forrest Gump kind of Kind of, yeah. Kind of okay. like a Forrest Gump wave. Like, he had read in a book how you wave at people, but he'd never actually done it. Oh. You know, like I think this is how you wave at people. Do you think this was a an um, okay special person? Was well, this person? Well, my initial reaction as soon as he spoke like that, I was I 
I had two thoughts. My first thought was, oh, he's deaf. And he's, you know, because I'm not making fun, but deaf people speak weird because they can't hear and it just messes up how they speak. But I've never heard a deaf person speak in meows. So I thought, okay, he's either deaf or he's mentally challenged. And either way, okay, whatever. I wasn't going to press the issue and be like, no, what the fuck's that mean, man? (laughs) You know? So I was just like, oh, okay. But and then I just kind of waved back at him, it, like mirrored him, like it. And I don't wave that way, but like it just, like for like a split second, I felt like I was hypnotized Whoa. or under some spell. What? And I just turned around and walked away. And did you have Charlie with you? No, no, it was just me. Interesting. Yeah, I just had my backpack and my my chair, and I'm just. Why yeah. didn't you say something? Why didn't you? I ask? tried to. I was so caught off guard. It like. Because I thought, oh, he's deaf or he's mentally challenged, so yeah. whatever I'm about to say is is a moot point. Like, what's it matter if he's you know if he's compromised in some way? I'm not gonna push the push the issue and you know make him demand that he explain his actions. But and he was dressed in full. He was dressed normally. I think he had on like a white t-shirt, and I don't remember what his pants looked like. But... So it wasn't like he was from another time. It wasn't like he was. He was. Now I know that sounds weird, but it's just. Like the ghost I saw, that no, was a 70s boy. not weird because what I asked Kyle was, my first thought was he's deaf. My second thought when I was walking away, he, maybe he's mentally challenged. But the more I started thinking about it, I was like, is he an alien? Because you know that that's one of my most obsessive uh, paranormal topics. I'm just obsessed yeah. with the concept of aliens walking among us. And they do. Apparently, there are aliens. Absolutely. <laughs> Not Absolutely. only do I believe in aliens, I believe that there are aliens currently walking on Earth. I, this isn't the boogie monster. I won't go off on no, the but, tall whites and the Nordics, but oh. there's a race of aliens that very closely resemble, apparently, resemble humans. So I thought, Absolutely. is this, or is this a glitch in the Matrix? Like, because I have heard some of these aliens that sometimes they will speak, they, they will bark. They will speak really? like yeah, yeah. There's been cases of like purported oh. aliens speaking like in animal language. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. When you first told me this, I thought you thought I was lying. Yes, you thought I was high, and I kept I saying, "Really, yes. really, it's exactly, really." It's and I there's zero exaggeration. That's exactly what happened. Man, I mean, I've never been meowed at. And it wasn't the initial meow because I thought like initially I thought okay. Oh, my other thought was like. Oh, it's a, it's a gay dude hitting on me, which that's happened before, and I don't care. I'm, well, yeah, I'm not, you're one sexy mofo. <laughs> I'm not defensive or insecure about that, whatever. Uh, you know, I, hey, whatever. You're into me, that's fine, but, uh, you know, it's not, I'm not going to reciprocate because I'm straight. But it's, I've never been one of these macho meatheads that gets offended when a gay dude hits on him. Like, that's so fucking stupid. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, I, if dumb. I get hit on by anyone, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> it's <laughs> dumb to react negatively to that. It's just, all right, whatever, dude. Thanks, man. Uh, so I thought when I heard the meow, I was like, oh, is this some weird gay thing? Because I, I know about the wolf. I've been woofed at many you times. You have? Oh, yeah. What's woofing mean? I don't know exactly what it means, but I know it's something. I, 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 I don't know all the subgenres. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I would be considered a bear. I know there's tons of different subgenres of, of and I'm not being no, condescending or it's derogatory. Okay. Go. But subgenres of gay dudes. Uh, but, yeah, it has something to do with just like, hey, I'm flirting with you. Woof. You know, I'm into you. What's up, dude? You know. Well, there's an app, like a Tinder mm-hmm. app, I believe, called Scruff, hmm. and it's for, um, I think it's just 
predominantly gay people mm-hmm. to hook up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that it's called Scruff, which makes me think of dogs hmm. and the woofing. Interesting. <laughs> so but yeah, I've been, I've been woofed at, but I've never been meowed at. So I, my mind was all over the place. Is this guy gay? Is he hitting on me? Is he deaf? Is he mentally challenged? Is he an alien? Those are, those are my four. <laughs> I've narrowed it down to four. He's either an alien, a gay dude, a deaf dude, or mentally challenged. So, But seriously, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not uh, adding on. He looked weird. Like, he looked, that's the other thing, Men in Black, again, apologies for people who don't care about paranormal stuff, but Men in Black is another phenomenon I'm totally obsessed with. Uh, suppose there's a couple schools of thought who the Men in Black are. Some people think that it's just a, uh, a, a government agency, just a, a black agency, like off the grid, off the record, underground agency, who uh, goes out and tries to suppress people who are spreading information about UFOs. Oh, God. Like, okay. a lot of people who have seen UFOs are like... Or on the news or, or in the newspaper, you know, talking about how they saw a UFO or something. A, a, a few days later, they often get visited by men in black. These normal, these dudes are just wearing like black suits and black hats, like old school, you know, 50s gangster style looking suits. Um, who visit them and tell them like, hey, you need to stop talking about that UFO. You didn't see what you saw. You know, shut up. Whoa. You know, that kind of thing. So some people think they're that and other people think that they serve the exact same purpose, but they are not human because many people who have encountered the men in black have reported like, yeah, he kind of looked like a person, but his hair looked fake and he didn't have any eyebrows and his skin was too weird. And like a lot of people oh, have I reported like this I- guy was trying he was passing himself off as a human being but this guy wasn't a human and i why that's what i kept thinking because his his hair looked weird his glasses looked unnatural and he had this weird grin on his face when he spoke to me and the way he waved it just looked like someone pretending to be a human like uh, this is how humans talk and act wow and i know that that's incredibly far-fetched and probably not the case but Man, it was weird. It really, it weirded me out all day. It was just such a bizarre that thing. That is so insane. Okay, can I share with you something? Mm-hmm. I just looked up on Urban Dictionary what woof is, okay? Uh-huh. So, in the gay community, it's an adjective used to describe a sexy guy, uh-huh. but not the feminine kind of guy, a more uh-huh. masculine guy. There you go. Woo, woo, woo. Um, and then I looked at Meow, and there's nothing in Urban mm-hmm. Dictionary. So I think, yeah, I think it was an alien think based an alien? on my huge, huge. <laughs> All your research. <laughs> my research. <laughs> well, how about that? My, yeah, yeah. My dream came true. If it was an alien, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Man, you should have got a picture. I should have. I'm going to go back there in, in the exact same location and try to find him again. Now, do aliens primarily, with the things that you've researched, um, are they in the daytime? Is it a daytime thing? Like, is that a reoccurring theme? I, I don't know. I don't know if that plays a, a factor. Well, get on top of that, boo. But Come yeah. on. I expect it. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, if anybody is familiar with Long Beach, I'll tell you exactly where this guy was. Because I, I want to go back, and if I see him, I'm not, you know, not going to be hostile or anything. I'm going to just strike up a conversation and see if he speaks like that again. I love this. Just be like, hey, you, when's, when's the bus come here? Also, um, if anybody knows Long Beach history of hauntings or anything, please let me know because I am positive Satan lives the next street over. And I'm not talking about a lady who hates me and tried to squirt me with water. Uh-huh. I'm talking about that area 
where there's just an apartment building directly behind us and it just feels the energy. I know this sounds mm-hmm. so weird, but it feels like something's off. Hmm. And I tried to do research on it for two minutes and then I got bored and didn't do it. So hmm. if anyone wants to, Appleton. Yeah. Appleton Street. This was uh, eighth place. And uh, where it intersects Ooh. with Ocean Boulevard in Long Beach. Ooh. So this guy was hanging out right there on the little dead-end cul-de-sac type street that puts you right there at those stairs that take you down to the beach. Uh, but eighth place in Ocean Boulevard. I'm going to go back there and try to see if he's hanging out. And I seriously, I'm going to initiate a conversation with him and, and see what happens. Like I don't know, but I think it might be a one and done. I hope not. Yeah. I hope this continues, and I hope he's visiting. Hmm. He probably knows, like, oh, he's open to this. He, you know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he was just excited to talk and didn't know how. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it was really weird. That's like, weird. it felt like. You were in a different. It felt like a dream. Like, it felt like, like, thinking about it now, it feels like I'm telling you about a dream I had. But it, it wasn't a dream. Wow. Yeah. Very, wow. very bizarre. And odds are, I guess, I, I don't know. Kyle thinks. He was a gay dude hitting on me, mm-hmm. which that's fine. I think if I had to bet, if I had to bet, I'm going to go with my initial reaction that he was a deaf guy, and maybe he was just having fun. I don't know what if he's deaf though. I don't know why he would have meowed at me to begin with. But maybe you know maybe he's deaf and and wacky and like hey I like to mess with people. I don't know. My client said he might be a furry. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Kyle said that too. Like an off-duty furry, yeah. a furry without his costume. <laughs> but I I didn't. I was just like, no, I don't think so. I'm not a furry, but with the furry community, I think that's the whole point is to be hidden, correct? Like in yeah. your, I don't really know the, I don't anyway. know any, I, yeah, that's, I, that's something I See, that's don't a documentary understand. I should watch. Yeah, I'd watch a documentary on furries. That's interesting and mm-hmm. not so sad. <laughs> Yeah, you've been. Uh, you told me this morning you have a documentary hangover. Been watching too many docs. Boo! I watched two. Mm-hmm. What'd you I, watch? Okay. Well, well, by the way, I'm proud of you. Thank you. And tradi- guys, traditionally, you're not a big fan of documentaries. This isn't like him. This isn't me trying to gain the support of my fiance. Okay, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> no, I wanted to learn something. Uh, and I thought, okay, for every two episodes of Summer House, uh-huh. I'm going to watch documentary, kind of like really? eating your vegetables, and then I get dessert. Well, how about that? So You're going to watch a lot of documentaries. First of all, you know I go to sleep to it. Mm-hmm. Kyle Cook's voice is like a magical <laughs> sleeping tool for me. Also, I know. I don't know what's going on, okay? Mm-hmm. These are my friends. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. That's fine. Whew, guys, I, I watched a documentary. Now... Somebody on our Instagram let me know that there is a documentary on HBO Max entitled Persona. Mm-hmm. Last week, if you listened, I talked about on our first anniversary of our podcast, the Myers-Briggs personality test, mm-hmm. which I love, um, and I've it's helped me in my personal growth journey. However, um, the whole documentary is about going back in the history of Myers-Briggs. Now, mm-hmm. I always thought Myers-Briggs were, like, two guys with cigars and, like, a lapel and, like, gold chains. Yeah, it sounds like an investment <laughs> <Yeah>. firm. <laughs> like, welcome to Myers and Briggs. Mm-hmm. But it was actually two women, a mother-daughter duo, who were incredibly racist and disgusting really? and awful, and I Where are they from? horrified. Are they American? 
Yes. And Do you know what part of America they were? No. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they said it, but I zoned out because I, my world was shook, boo. I have been a pro Myers-Briggs person. That and the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. I basically learned how to be a human through both. So which one did I take? You took the Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. Okay. So racist. So I'm and a racist? You're a racist. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and it was also talking about how a lot of employers... There was a lot of questions about Jews on that test. <laughs> Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Um, well, I, I won't get into all the details, but there are a lot of corporate America companies... Mm-hmm. Or just companies, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, I don't know. Corporate Corporate America. Corporate companies. Corporate companies. There we go, guys. Corporations. Obviously, I need to watch that documentary now. (laughs) Couldn't be patient. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, that make you take the Myers-Briggs. Like, if you are in the hiring process, you get to take these personality tests, and it's like, oh, cool, this is your personality. And then the boss gets your results, and... Based on that, you get an interview or not. And there's all these tricks. There's all these, like, reading machines on your computer. So I sound like a Nana. On your computer mm-hmm. <laughs> when you go to AOL. And <laughs> on the interweb. <laughs> but it, it watches your reactions. There's all it's, – it's real creepy mm-hmm. and invasive. And it's, it's just awful. Um, and it made me – it really made me go, wow, this is something I thought I knew a lot about. I didn't know the origin of it. Obviously, with personality and psychology and everything, there are studies. It's hard because we're all so beautifully different. Mm-hmm. We all have different brain chemistry. We all have different hormones. We all have different – we eat all different things. No one is – like, we're not aliens. We're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're all snowflakes. We are. We're mm-hmm. beautiful snowflakes. And I just, it made me really think like, wow, what else don't I know? And it's a lot. It's a lot that I don't know. And yeah. I'm sure. Careful with that question. <laughs> I said a lot. Uh-huh. So. I'm just busting you. That hurt my heart. I'm sorry. It's okay. It was there. The joke was there. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go jump into a fire. Anyway. We're good. Um, so, guys, apologies. I wanted to apologize. I wanted to make amends to the listeners if I, I really didn't know um, the history of it. I, I knew I just did light research. Let's be honest. I'm not the best researcher. Again, I'm learning. I would like to apologize, though, because, look, it's a lot of the there's a lot of articles of like, oh, this are, was wrong. Are you, you saying that this test is now like been compromised? Like. Yeah, well, people are like, I mean, fuck if, this. If, oh, yeah, sorry, if, F if, this ra- test. If, if yeah. racist created it, then Well, you and can't it's culturally really... biased. Uh-huh. So even the language is very um, seductive and enticing. And just the way it lures you in, It people from other parts of the world or, you know, minority people, like it's just very, it's not cohesive because it was made by two white upper-class women Mm -hmm. who were really... uh, I mean, they said that they gathered research around the coffee table with their husband and friends, and so you're only getting that perspective. Mm -hmm. If you know that going into the test and you know it's only... You're doing this for yourself, I think that's whatever. It's I understand, but like, ugh. But 
It's hard. It's uh, it's as if I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. Mm. And uh, I want to take a minute and be like, whoops, sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I'm glad we dedicated an entire episode yeah, to it. Yeah, whoopsie. And thank <laughs> you to the beautiful soul that told me that on Instagram because then I was like, okay, what other documentary? And Instagram ad came up and was like, hey, check out this documentary. And I watched a smash hit a documentary entitled Disclosure mm-hmm. on Netflix. What was that about? It's about transgender community and the history of them portrayed in film and television. Oh, I thought for sure you were finally watching a UFO documentary. Disclosure is a big deal in the UFO community. Oh, it is? Yeah. About oh. the government disclosing the information oh. that they have about UFOs, aliens. So anyway. that might be something that's lighter. Yeah. I. So how, what was this one about? I mean, how, how, how was it? Did you like it? Yes, and it was really sad because uh, every... Which, oh, by the way, sorry to interrupt, today oh. as we're recording is National Transgender trans- trans- Visibility Day. <gasps> Yay! Oh, yeah. and to all of our transgender friends, yeah. Yeah. yay! I see you and I love you. Um, okay, so yeah, it's uh, awful because Hollywood, it, uh, we portrayed transgender people uh as monsters, basically, mm-hmm. killers, uh, sex workers, uh, any, I don't know, just think of any scene in a movie. We've mocked them. We've made yeah. fun of them. Ace Ventura, Naked Gun, even The Crying Game. Like, these are movies that transgender people are portrayed in a way that is so incredibly cartoonish mm-hmm. that it's, and it's so offensive. Because imagine, I mean, I felt so empowered when Ghostbusters, the female version, mm-hmm. came out because it was like, oh, fuck yeah, like badasses and yes and wow. Um, and then with female comics, like when I saw Groundlings people, like I, I got to see Melissa McCarthy when she was a main stage member there. And I remember being like the courage that she has and just she's so brilliant and mm-hmm. it was just so inspiring but imagine being a transgender person and having zero, <laughs> zero people on film or TV mm-hmm. yeah, no portraying you in a way that's real or honest or vulnerable and not cartoonish because usually in the writing rooms, um, it's a lot of straight white males mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, let's have a trans person. And they're mo- almost always being murdered um, or even... Stories completely altered. Boys Don't Cry, if everybody remembers, with Hilary Swank. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a transgender person in that. I believe she's transitioning. I don't really remember. Yeah, I can't or, remember if she was transitioning or not, but yeah. But she was a woman living as a dude. Right. And it was based on a true story. Uh, however, in the true story, <laughs> her character had a best friend that was African-American, and he got shot. And yeah. got murdered. That's not in the movie. Not in the movie at all. Like, oh. so, and I guess they talked about Nip Tuck, which talks about transgender, but in a really not great light, not great way. Mm-hmm. And almost all transgender scenes as of late are very much about the surgery. Like, huh. oh, you know, now you have ball cancer because you have balls now and yeah. stuff, which is hilarious because I, I I think it's like point oh 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 one percent like that doesn't happen uh-huh. but that's all we can kind of grasp like oh what happened and that's such a personal thing like transgender people are like why the fuck would I talk about 
let me talk about my modeling career. Yeah. Or let me talk about what I'm here for. We have to justify their inclusion in this story or in this movie. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't just have a trans person. You get, we got to know why, why, why are you trans? Oh, right. you're trans. You can't just, yeah, I'm trans. Let's move on to the, another subject. Yeah. You know. And I don't know. It just really got me. <laughs> and it's not about me. And it's about getting better and learning. But I'm just, I'm excited for this next wave of people producing their stuff. Mm-hmm. And when it's not even going to be an issue mm-hmm. of, oh, there's a transgender character in this. Oh, is she a male or female? Like, who cares? This mm-hmm. is a person. And if the writing is great, yay. And there's a lot of transgender writers and directors mm-hmm. and actors. And I just think, and it's not to be exploitive, like, tell us your story all the yeah. time. Like, they're people, and let's just tell their story. Yeah. Let's tell all the flaws. Let's tell tell all the nitty-gritty and not just focus on their medical yeah. situation. their story other than being trans. Yeah. You know, what, yeah. So it was really neat. Um, but there's a G.W. Williams or someone, there's a movie where there's a first trans person, uh, and he's the biggest racist. They still study him in film school and I forget the name mm. of it, but it was just a lot of, oh, these are facts that are real. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. And and just seeing the footage, there was something about seeing things I've just kind of glossed over because the media has really trained us how to view trans people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is what? Um, oh, they all are serial killers mm-hmm. in movies yeah. or um, completely. And by the way, um, a lot of transgender folk are sex workers, mm-hmm. no shame in that at all. However, they're forced into that because they don't get hired by people. Mm-hmm. People are afraid. People don't want to talk, you know, and it's completely discriminatory. So we're almost setting up people to fail, mm-hmm. which I find abhorrent. And I I just, I it really spoke to my heart and I just, I, I'm a huge advocate. I don't know what I could do. But I, I have one of my, you know, one of my best friends, sister from another, Mr. Lou, mm-hmm. who is the kindest individual. He is a homosexual man. And I called him and I said, and he's also Latino. Is that the correct? Or Mexican-American? I'm trying to be better. Mexican-American? Well, no, I think Latino is fine. I think now there's Latinx. Latinx. Okay, so it might be a Latinx. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know enough. I know traditionally the, the Latino refers to a male. Latina refers to a female. Okay. But no, I don't quite. I, I don't know if Latinx, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, is just a catch-all for the whole group. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think Latino or Latina is fine. I don't know. Okay. I, I, Says the white guy who, I know. who knows nothing. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't right. think that that's uh, derogatory or pejorative. Well, and I, I love him so much, but we bust each other's balls all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I go too far, which we, <laughs> which I've done with you, where you're like, oh, "What's going on? You're really busting my balls lately." Yeah. Um, like I could take a joke, but are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's true. Um, but I just called him and I just said, I'm really sorry if I ever, I'm really trying to learn and I love you and I see you and I know you're not a transgender person, but if I ever said anything referring to your sexuality and making fun of it, I, 
I am truly sorry. Uh-huh. And he was like, wow, that really means a lot. Thank you. Like, and he's one of my best friends and I love him. And it was just like, oh, right. You have, and he's like, I have a separate experience too. I'm not a transgender person. However, I'm trying to get better as well. Mm-hmm. So it was, he's like, you, you slowly educate yourself I guess on the other side of the coin, I'm like, I want to learn more, but it's really depressing. I know Mm -hmm. that sounds so entitled and white and whatever, but, you know, no wonder I want to get a baby Bjorn for Charlie. Like, I want to go to my happy place so much because I'm like, fuck, everything, we're awful. No, I get it. That's that's why um, up until recently, like around election season, I, I start paying more attention to news and current events. But other than that, like... I I tend to check out on news and current events because it's it's so such a bummer. Like yeah. if you're up to date and formed on everything that's going on in the world, like man, it's going to bum you out. And I know ignorance isn't bliss. That's not the way to go either, but yeah, the the more you learn, the more you know, uh, oftentimes, you know, a lot of that bites you in the butt. You know, emotionally, just because it's like, ah, damn, I wish I didn't know about all this horrible shit. Well, how would you go about learning, but keeping an open heart and an open mind? And I do want to see the best in people. I do want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't want to just get hardened, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to not be informed Mm because I I went the other way. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go to a fantasy land entitled Bravo Television. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to check in, Mm -hmm. which isn't bad. Sometimes we need to just tune out and zone out and do our thing. But I think, yeah, and now I'm doing kind of both, which is weird. I mean, I'm super sad even talking about it because I'm like, oh, man, it was such a bummer. I think it's like with anything else in life. It's uh, balance and, you know, levity. Like, if all you did was obsess over the negative news, then, yeah, that's that's a miserable life you're creating because you're just going to be bummed out all the time. I think I think you got to be informed, but then at the same time, you got to be able to kind of cut loose and escape a little bit with whatever that may be, with your hobbies, with yeah. your friends, with whatever. Um, but also, yeah, I think it's just balance. there is good, like... Uh, I forgot what color. This was a year ago, so thank you so much for... (laughs) I'm getting to it now. Paris is Burning. I want to watch that documentary. Mm -hmm. And it's about uh, just the community of homosexuals and awesomeness. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, but it's like a big, big film. They talked about it in Disclosure. Oh, okay. It's a documentary. And I'm into it. And I want to learn more because that is... Here we are. We're free. This is who we are. Awesome. If you don't like me, F it. Mm-hmm. And there is something so beautiful and liberating. And people see that on news and stuff. On news and stuff. And they take that as an opportunity to hate. Mm. To, okay, they're whatever, and, and get angry. And, I mean, 80 people were murdered, according to this documentary, last year, transgender folks. In America? Yeah. And... Like I don't, I didn't even. I check it with the news and stuff, but it's like, where are those stories? Yeah, where where's exactly. that? And yeah, so yeah, it was a heavy, heavy little watch. But I'm gonna keep on going, boo, because you know what? Knowledge is power, and power makes you want to jump into a fire. Am I right? <laughs> well, it's just sad that you know the, the tra- transphobia. You know that that's it's the, it comes from the same places 
xenophobia or racism or whatever. Like, hey, asshole, people are different. Like, not everybody is born white, straight, upper class. Like, there's all types of, you know, heritage, all types of uh, sexual preferences, all, you know, like, the, the fact that anybody would truly hate someone based on simply who they are. I, I get hating yeah. somebody based on their behavior or right. their actions. And right. even hate is probably too strong. You probably shouldn't hate somebody. Uh, should, probably shouldn't hate anyone. But to hate someone simply because they were born black or because they were born gay or because they're from this country and not this country. Yeah. Like, what kind of a fucking primitive <laughs> idiot mindset is that? To I, be like, you're different. I don't like you. Like, ugh. You don't know. Yeah. I, I, here's the thing. You're just not informed. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand the people that just automatically judge that. I get being in an institution of church and stuff and you're, you're told this is very wrong. This is very wrong your whole life. But if you look at the facts, it's like, okay, well, who, who said that? Who yeah. said it's really wrong? Yeah. Oh, it was my super straight white youth pastor or you know what I mean and yes there's I'm sure there's verses or whatever but there are also verses of love each other like you love yourself there's also you know you're supposed to just accept everybody and I'm not saying accept everybody's behavior but accept and love all the beings so what what the f everybody let's all give each other hugs and perhaps some Reese's Pieces yeah perhaps (laughs) But yeah, it's been a good, you know, and I forgot, yes, oh, sorry about that. I forgot it's trans visibility. Yeah, trans, I think it's trans visibility day. Yeah, so that's wondrous. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, that mindset that I don't know where that comes from. Just I, I don't like you because you're different. Like, And, and by the way, to the uh, evangelicals who want to remind people that it's uh, a choice, to be gay or to be trans? No. Really? Nope. Yeah, I'm sh- these people just, their life was going too smooth and they wanted to create some turbulence for themselves so they came out as gay or came out as trans. Like, it's not a choice, you fucking idiot. It's just who, like... Who would choose to be that persecuted, to, to <laughs> right. make life that difficult on themselves by... I can't even imagine how difficult that journey is for a trans person or even a gay person. Like, yeah. So, like, the fact that, oh, it's a choice, like... Like, look at some of the gay people you know. Like, that's, I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm, I gotta be careful not to dig a hole here and paint everybody the same brush, but there are some gay people that don't really seem gay. And then there's other people that are, that seem incredibly gay. And it's like, that's who but that he, person is. That's not, yeah. a, that's not an act. He's not putting on a bit. Like, he's that way because he's that way, or she's that way, or they're that way, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's about the person, it's it, not about, yeah, Anything they're, else. They're not just bored and trying a sociological experiment. This, according to them, and that should be the only criteria, according to them, they are this. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, so like... My name is Katie. Yeah. I go by Katie. Don't call me Catherine. Don't call me Kathy. Yeah. Even though those are two nicknames that I have a I mean, that's in a the great past. point. But Imagine, no, my name's Katie, so call me Katie. That's a great point. Yeah. If Some somebody get, meows at you, you're like, what the fuck? Why are you meowing? Well, yeah. no, just... Hey, how do you want to be referred to? Cool. Anyway, want to go to the Nordstrom sale? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to... It, when somebody asks me about meds and stuff, 
immediately there's judgment. Immediately. Even if really? they know me, even if they love me. And I find myself being like, oh, it's like brain vitamins and whatever. And it's like, well, you know, and I've said this to you. I so appreciate you not even blinking about that because I have had past relationships where they're like, oh, you should get off of those. And it's like, bitch, it took me three years <laughs> to even get on the right ones. It takes so long. Mm-hmm. And do you go and talk to cancer patients and say, yeah. why are you sick? Why are you doing chemo? <laughs> You shouldn't do that. (laughs) And I get it. And there's, you know, people have very strong opinions on medication. For me, I I couldn't live without it. I really couldn't. It's like anything else. Nobody's business but your own. And it's not. It's not not even my business what you take. Yeah. You know, if if it's working for you, fine. Yeah. I've never understood judging people for taking uh, mental medication. No. And you don't know what's going on in other people's world. I, I think what I'm learning is... I need to listen a lot more mm-hmm. and zip my lip and actually actually connecting with people. I am an extrovert, but letting people in is hard for me. Mm-hmm. And letting people in in a vulnerable, real way is learning about other cultures, other minorities, other, you know, things that are different from me and my very white upbringing and privileged upbringing and using that to empower, you know, and be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, you're trans. Fuck yeah, you are. You're depressed, me too. Like, we're all beautifully flawed. How Mm -hmm. great. Thank God. Well, and and that's not a flaw, though. Oh, I'm sorry. No, (laughs) it's not a flaw. No, no, no. I'm just saying every single person Mm -hmm. has flaws, every single human being. And you're not just a surgery you're not just who you're attracted to you're a full beautiful human that deserves to be seen and loved and portrayed in wonderful ways on tv and film Mm -hmm. yeah i've never understood that prejudice because for me and this is probably if for no other reason than for a selfish reason of like what do i care like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the same as like if I see a guy walking down the street who's wearing a Yankees hat and I hate the Yankees. Well, all right, that's who he likes. It doesn't have anything to do with me. I don't like the Yankees. I like the Braves. But what the fuck do I care if this guy likes the Yankees? Like, like what? It doesn't affect you. If someone yeah. wants to be trans, someone is whatever. What what do you care? And under- like I support yeah. you, yeah. but on a selfish way, I don't I don't care that you're that like I don't care I don't have enough care to uh manufacture any negativity towards it. It's like mm-hmm. I mean I, I care in that like I I empathize with the struggle, but like I don't care in a in a real primitive selfish way because does this affect me? Yes or no? No? Okay, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like what do I care? What's yeah. I mean, what does anybody care? Like I, I never understood that. And yeah. then then the the Christians, well, because of the Bible. The Bible says a lot of shit. Again. Uh, the Bible I, says a lot, they cherry pick what they want to use for their convenience. But I I'm Jesus again, I believe, is the dude from Big Lebowski. Just a welcoming, beautiful presence of like, hey, let's let's wash each other's feet. Yeah. Let's fucking hang out with everybody. You know, it, he, uh, I, I don't know. 
I just don't believe it was this regimented, rawr, do this, don't do that. Because that would be, I mean, for me, I do believe there's God. I do believe there's life after this life. I don't know what that looks like, but I am hopeful that people can make amends, that Mm -hmm. they can turn around and open their eyes. Open your eyes. And I'm I'm probably wrong here, but I'm I'm gonna say it anyway. I, I don't I'm not I'm not a theologian, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I did grow up in the church and I I, I got exposed to a lot of it. But I'm pretty sure there's somewhere in the Bible where it makes reference to if uh, a husband or a wife is unfaithful to the other, mm-hmm. that that person should be murdered. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure there's something like it's oh, probably it, Old Testament. Yeah, or but that's it, my yeah. point. Like. There's a lot of messed up stuff in the Bible, but it's convenient that you're only cherry picking the ones that you have a social agenda against. If we're supposed to take the Bible literally, then okay, my, I cheated on my wife. Should I be executed? Like, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely immoral and a sin to to be right. unfaithful to your spouse. It but, absolutely. But is my point you is, like, be executed. <laughs> we don't normalize murdering adulterers, so stop normalizing trying to put down. You know, oh, a man should not lay with another man. Well, take that up with God, because God created that man that way. I, I know there are good Christians. I do. I am very scarred. <laughs> and I've judged a lot of Christian people, mm-hmm. so I want to go ahead and say that. Um, and I do believe there's sweethearts, and that there's so many people that have good hearts in the Christian church uh, much like any other church, mm-hmm. there are a lot of good-hearted people, and we all crave community. We all want to be a part of something. I get that. Um, I don't get following um, somebody like Jesus and then not abiding by what he said, which is like, hey, love everybody. We're all in this together. I'm going to take care of business by dying on the cross for y'all. Be gracious with each other. And Grace is we don't we didn't earn it. We're mm-hmm. just humans. We're pieces of crap, really. And it's like, oh, cool! Mm-hmm. I get this choice. I get to look at life this way. Mm-hmm. I get to help people and get filled in that way. With how neat! And I I think we just don't know how to be gracious to ourselves, right? So it's like, how do you do that to other people? Mm-hmm. I mean, all that hate is inside of a lot of people, and they just follow the voice that is inside them, which is so sad, you know? But anyway, welcome to the Stonebergs. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I went on every... Ooh, Katie's on documentaries, guys. Well, that's all right, boo. I'm glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. Been trying to get you to watch documentaries for eight years. And listen, I'm slow to the party, but I'm here, guys. So, guys, listen, I need some happy documentaries. I want to learn, but I also need some fun. Mm-hmm. So if you got some documentary recommendations, know that I have ADHD, um, 30 minutes in, I usually kind of start tuning out. So sorry, I need some flashy ones. Okay. <laughs> I need to be entertained, uh, you know, and learn some stuff. So give us a call Yeah, and let me know. Yes. And once again, we got long winded, so, uh, probably not going to get to any calls today. Uh, oh, I'm the worst. Darren from Colorado. We got you, uh, on the queue here. Jacob talking about coffee. We'll get to you as well next Jacob, week. Jacob, I, I hear you. And we're uh, going to have a conversation one sided next so yeah, week. <laughs> these, these are great calls. And I, you know, I feel bad sometimes when we don't get to the calls, but at the same time, Hey, it's our show. We're going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so apologies for not getting to that. But guys, uh, I'm getting smarter, so everybody's on this journey with me. Okay, okay. <laughs> that being said, feel free to call us anytime at 562-548-2012. In that order. In that order. Um, this is something I've been meaning to do for months, and I just keep forgetting every time we record, I forget to do it. Um, let me throw this out there real quick. All right. Loving the calls, even though we haven't aired any in a couple of weeks. Appreciate the calls. Loving the calls. Uh, I want to add another layer to that. Um, as you could probably tell by listening, if you listen to us on a regular basis, we're not a part of a network. Uh, we don't have any commercials yet. Nope. Uh, not that we're opposed to it. We're just, we're, we're not at that level yet to start uh, selling ads. Tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we will, hopefully. And, and, and But that's not why we're doing this. But that being said... Um, we're not with a network. We, we're not uh, tethered to, to anybody else um, in terms of uh, sponsors or, or monetary, any, anything. We're, we're com- it's a completely DIY operation between mm-hmm. you and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that being said, I want to offer to our wonderful Stonebergs listeners, um, anybody who has a small business, yes, any small business owners or medium-sized business owners, uh, no corporations, but any small business owners, uh, feel free to give us a call yes. and plug your business on our show. Yes. So the same way we asked you to call with questions, uh, feel free to call that same number, 562-548-2012. In that order. And plug your business. Now, keep in mind, I do have GarageBand, and I do know how to edit things down. Uh, so if you get on there and you ramble for seven minutes, probably going to chop that down to about 30 or 40 seconds. Um, but that being said, give us a call. Yeah. Plug and your ladies, business. call. I know, it's, I know there's a lot of ladies who call who are like, I hung up a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave a message. No, leave a message. I love your voices. Call, call, call. I want to hear about all your cool businesses. Mm-hmm. Do it, guys. This is going to be great. I think this is a great idea. Should have done it from the start yep. <laughs> back when all this COVID and everything happened and, and it really uh, the economic crisis that that created. Uh, but better late than never. So seriously, uh, anybody, whatever the business is, as long as it's somewhat legal and, and not too unethical, uh, <laughs> give us a call. Plug your business 30 seconds, 40 seconds, whatever. And like I said, if you get long-winded, I'll, I'll, I'll trim it down. And I have a question, a technical question. Mm-hmm. If people go to our podcast page, mm-hmm. can we put in the notes of the podcast their website yeah, or sure Instagram? Or, okay, yeah, let's do that because when it. I'm driving down the road and I hear something, I have to get a pen, I almost crash. Anyway, long story short, yeah. make it easy yeah, to yeah, get. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it easy. Okay. But yeah, I want to hear from uh, our, our small business owners yeah, in the guys. Stoneberg community. You beautiful, talented so, babies. Uh, give us a call and uh, plug that, and we will uh, let's let's try to commit to uh, if we get enough calls to at least one every episode. Hell yeah! So you know, if we got back on our normal format, <laughs> you know, we try to answer a couple of, of regular calls each week, but uh, and then let's try to do at least one uh, commercial small business plug uh, for our, for our audience. So. That's awesome. And I know, you know, I don't I don't know how much good that will do, but I know it's we don't have a shot. million listeners. No, we don't but, have a we don't have a ton of listeners. But the but, ones we have, thank you. Yeah, and I love you guys. Yeah, we we got a small but mighty uh crew here. Yeah. Um but yeah, feel free to give us a call and plug your business because um I know 
Well, you and I both know how difficult uh, being a small business owner can be. You're a small business owner now. Well, let's I've be honest. A I'm owner. a tycoon boo. Come yeah, on. Tycoon. In my head, I am on the <laughs> cover of Forbes, baby. <laughs> uh, word of mouth this uh, week. Disclosure. Disclosure is a documentary on Netflix. Disclosure. It's beautifully done, and it's really enlightening and inspiring, and I can't speak more highly of it. Right on. Uh, we saw a good movie the other night that I'll plug uh, on uh, Prime. Uh, it's one of those Amazon Prime originals, uh, Sound of Metal. Ooh. It was a good movie. It was. It was slow. Oh, that was hard. It was slow, it was hard for my but ADHD. it was good. Uh, the acting was superb. I don't know that guy's name, but I think he got nominated for a Golden Globe or an Oscar or something. I think so. He should have. It's um, a... Yeah, the Can lead. you do the plot? No, the plot. Yeah, yeah. The plot, basically, uh, this musician, this dude, uh, he's a drummer in a metal band, and um, he quickly and abruptly loses his hearing, like almost all of his hearing. And, and uh, music is his life. And, his, yeah, that's... His partner, they're on the road, yeah, they're in the band together. Touring metal band, I think, just like a two-piece. I think that's his girlfriend, who's, who's the guitarist singer. He's the drummer, uh, full-time musician, and boom, now he's deaf. And uh, just everything that he had to struggle with uh, to make that transition. And, and he moves into like a deaf community to get mm-hmm. some help. And then now he's conflicted if he needs to continue with that to learn how to live as a deaf person or try to just, you know, get back trying to play music for a living. Um, but, yeah, really uh, kind of slow the first two acts, but it picks up uh, in the third act. And, uh, yeah, re- really, really enjoyed that one. It was so good. And also it is a slow burn. But the ending is one of the most beautiful scenes, mm-hmm. and it's just perfect. Like, when a movie ends in such a beautiful way, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Uh, the director, whoever directed and wrote, very good. Good job, director, writer. <laughs> Other word of mouth this week, uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah! Coming back Thursday. Finally! Thursday, opening day. Baseball fans rejoice, I know. What else happens on Thursday? Uh Record stores. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, for people in the L.A. area, uh, maybe the, the biggest and best independent music store on the planet, Amoeba Records in Hollywood, has been um, been shut down for like a little over a year now. And, um, well, they lost, the, even before COVID, they were losing their lease at their original location. Um, and then COVID hit. But anyway, they got a new location opening April 1st. Wow. And, uh, oh, boy. Am I conflicted on Thursday? I, 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 you got a lot. I, I, you like, got a lot do going I stay on. home and watch the Braves opening day, or do I drive up to LA and, and visit Amoeba for the first time in over a year? Big day. Uh, but yeah, Amoeba Records just, it's, for those who don't know, <sighs> it's this, I, now I haven't, this I'm is so a new, happy. It's a new you. location, so I, I don't know what it looks like. But to hear them tell it, it's about the same square footage. That original location was about, Maybe not quite as big, but about the size of a damn Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was like a warehouse. Oh, it was so cool. Like two two stories, upper level, ground I level. I love a nice big warehouse, oh, like man. a tall ceiling. Yeah. Oh, that guys, place. I felt so out of water, which means it was so cool. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I would always go to the coffee cup section and T-shirts. <laughs> but yeah, Amoeba, oh, coming back. Just an absolute, um, just a fantasy land for people who are into music. Um yeah, albums, tapes, CDs, DVDs, you know, merch, everything, everything. Uh, oh, boy, I'm so excited. Got to go check that out. But, yeah, uh, watch some baseball, too. 
Thursday yeah, opening it's day. It's back, guys. It's uh, back. Are people actually going to be in the seats? I think so. Ooh. I think so. Oh, that's, I'm not that's really sure, but I feel encouraging. Like that that's probably, hopefully, at limited capacity. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe 50% or whatever. But uh, yeah, man, ah, I just love baseball so much. It's, it's such a beautiful sport. It's it's so much fun to watch. It it makes me so happy how much you love it. <laughs> also, uh, May fourth, two things come out, guys. What's May fourth? Well, Casey Wilson, mm-hmm. the smash hit actress from Happy Endings. She was on SNL for a season. She's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a podcast entitled Bitch Sesh, Real Housewives Breakdown. Comes out with her autobiography book of essays called My uh, My Wreckage. Okay. <laughs> it's supposed to be really funny. It's about her being a struggling improviser slash comic in L.A. actor. And also May 4th, guys, is my opening day, which is Real Housewives of New York first oh. episode. Here we go. Exciting. Here we go. We're here. <laughs> We're well, here. Good for you. Babe. Yeah. That's, new cast. New players. That's Let's exciting. go. Boo, where can we find you on Instagram? The letter K, the letter T, L-O-W, Strandberg, like a strand of hair, B-E-R-G. Also, I'm on TikTok now. There you go. Uh, <laughs> forget my name. You don't know. Oh, yes, I do. It's K-T Low Strandberg because I was. What's that now? <laughs> it's it's you, the letter you, K, the letter T, L-O-W, S-T-R-A-N-D-B-E-R. What happened to the G? Um, I think there's a limit on characters, mm. and I didn't notice. But I kind of can like, you not fix that? I don't. Can you not just go with Strandberg or K Strandberg or? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> now I'm no social media <laughs> wizard, but I feel like well, the first half spelling is right. your own name there's, wrong is gonna. It's a last. It's just the last one. I mean, you know, how big is the last letter in your name, Stalin? Mm. That's a great point. <laughs> Boo, any word of mouth for you? Where uh, can we find... Ooh! No, we already did word of mouth. Now we're plugging I'm stuff. sorry, I'm plugging. Sorry. <laughs> You're heading the game, Strandberg. I'm in the game, man. Strandberg. I'm just too excited for baseball. Uh, yeah, uh, Hogwash completely sold out. Yes! Uh, we had 300 copies of my debut album on vinyl. They're all gone. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mine are all gone, uh, and I, I think that... The website, the the record label. You might be able to find one or two at uh, futurevampireclub.com. Uh, but I don't think so because I've, as of like a week ago, there were like three copies left, and I think those got scooped up. But anyway, uh, big thank you to everybody who purchased a copy of Hogwash. Um, they're gone forever. I'm not going to – I don't want to speak for the label. They might eventually do a second pressing. I doubt it, but maybe. We'll see. But – for all intents and purposes, uh, it is gone. And thank you for everybody who purchased one. Nice Aww. to uh, sell all those Congratulations, out. Congratulations. And if you ordered one from me directly, um, they are all in the mail at this point. So uh, if you haven't received yours yet, uh, rest assured it's in the mail. If you want to track a number, just uh, reach out to me and I've got that for you. Uh, but yeah, they're all, all in the mail. Everybody should have theirs uh, soon. So big thanks to everybody who bought that uh also what is not sold out because it's uh it's infinite it's just a pdf file my cookbooks uh dave stone's kitchen survival guide volumes one two and three uh if you want any of those uh holler at me on the social media or you can uh, purchase it directly at dumbdavestone.com 10 bucks a piece three for all uh 20 for all three um 
and offer still stands. If, you, if you're struggling financially, you're in a pinch, and uh, you're tired of eating shitty fast food, uh, let me know. I'll send these to you for free. Like I said, it's a PDF. It's not a physical copy. So no overhead. What do I care? You can have that shit. Aww. Um, but, yeah, there we go. Boo. Guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for all the insight, boo. Oh, yay. Always this a pleasure. Is why, this is why I'm here. Oh, boy. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic, but I was being sincere. Aww, thank, thank you for your you. input. Thank um, you. Have a great week. Have a great week. <laughs> a we good. love you so much, y'all. Uh, we're taking next week off. We are. So, it's. Yeah. Uh, I'll be in the desert. Also, uh, happy Passover to our Jewish listeners. Yeah, that's coming up. And Easter. Easter. Uh, sure, it's the day my sister died, but Ooh. why not celebrate Fun. Christ? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, ending <laughs> on a high note. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to take next week off, but uh, we'll catch you uh, whenever that would be the night. Next week. We'll be back no, on the 14th. 14th. April 14th. Tax day. Is that tax day? Uh, One, day, oh day before. God, I have to do that. Day okay. Before. All right, guys. I love you. The Lord loves you. We love you. Okay, bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at The Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at The Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.